Skull Crack, Ireland's first and foremost Magic Gathering related podcast. I am your host David Wolf, and I am joined here by Kieran and, and Alan. And we are here each and every week to bring you all the latest news and speculation about Magic Gathering. So, how are you lads? I'm very good. I'm going to be excellent, yeah, I'm doing real well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks for asking. How are you? How are you? Energy in the room. Yeah. 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 I'm okay. I'm okay. Only okay. okay. Yeah, just okay. Bring the level down a bit, that's <laughs> yeah. fine. Okay, uh, so we have a lot to talk about today. Um, so, just very quickly, we have uh, the announcement about announcement day, mm-hmm. okay, that Wizards have recently made. We have an article put up by Sam Stoddard on... Uh, on kind of the state of standard. Why standard is actually fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. From wizards. Um, <laughs> please don't look very closely at our format. Uh, we have uh, a quick talk about uh, last weekend's GPs with some surprise results, and then we're going to have our uh, tournament report and our deck of the week. Cool. I'm excited. Yeah. So uh, for announcement day, uh, wizards have announced that announcement day, which was to happen on... The 30th, 30th of March, I think? 31st. Mm-hmm. 30, 31st, yeah. yeah. Um, has now been pushed back into June. And the reason for that is that they want to announce more things at a time because some things are related or something like that. That's kind of what they seem to be saying. Um, because this is all a kind of a push for cool stuff for Magic's 25th anniversary. Yeah, I think it's good. I mean, it's hard to, hard to get excited about the announcement of the announcement. Which is, <laughs> that's kind of a class, especially in the gaming world. This seems to be a thing that happens more really does, yeah. nowadays. The announcement of the Join announcement. us on the seventh of yeah. September yeah. for our exclusive video reveal of whatever the fuck is. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like <laughs> a trailer for a trailer as well. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. I don't know though. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, uh, they. I think they they. Wizards have it together with, with regards to marketing and stuff the last while, I think, generally. So yeah. if, if they think this is a good idea, it probably is a good yeah, idea. I, 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 yeah, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Because we're this yeah. one. We're this one. But I will say, though, that, that you know that they were they were going to announce whatever the, the fall set and whatever the set after it, I think. And is this and, uh, Commander products as well are falling in the same announcement? Oh, I do, they, we don't know. Okay. We don't yeah. know exactly. But they did say that there will be 2018 products in this announcement. But, mm-hmm. like, we know that this would have contained names and details about the fall set and the winter set yeah well, probably not details about the winter set especially but the fall set so will this be like the latest we've ever known detail or like known the name or the concept of the fall set before it came out it's pretty wild yeah because i feel like normally people get the names and they're able to speculate a really yeah. long time in advance and yeah. it's kind of like the people who are into that that's something that they have a lot of fun with and stuff because mm. they just have these really vague breadcrumbs of uh you know just a just a name that's that's you know nine months in the future or whatever yeah, they speculate yeah. on but i don't know could there be some kind of wild plot twist in the upcoming block maybe that they don't want maybe. to spoil early which is it which is the name of the new yeah. set something like could that could be yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, like if it's a return to Dominaria yeah, or something exactly, like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It could be. Um, I think that, um, like like you said, people like to speculate that you always see like threads on Reddit. It's like, oh, this set that's coming up, let's make a whole random 
massive list yeah. of conspiracies about yeah. what, what could it. be happening. Which is great. I, I yeah, love it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, that's the shit I live for. They're great time sinks, those posts. <laughs> I, I like them a lot. Not as much for us as for the people who write them. <laughs> no. <laughs> but anyway, my guess is uh, Ugin and Karin's Excellent Adventure. That's going to be There you go. That would be sweet. Yeah. 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 We're, we're going to get our, our first colorless uh, enchantment, which is going to be Ooh. Oath of Karn for mana. When it enters the <laughs> battlefield, you get a 5 5 token golem colorless creature. Yeah. And planeswalkers you control get minus 12 restart the game. <laughs> what? Just adds an ultimate onto all your planeswalkers. <laughs> oh, okay, get minus So you already get a 4 out of 5 5. It's yeah. fine. Pretty decent. You can figure yeah. it. Yeah. And then uh, it makes your. I don't know. That's, uh, this ability I'm not so sure about, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have to tune it some more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but we do know the, we know the name of the autumn set, but we think we do. No, sorry. No, maybe, summer set, yeah. uh, Which is. No, fall. Some autumn, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yes, you're right. Yeah, so it's uh, it's the worst set is Era of Devastation. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we 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 got the spoilers of, but well, it was like a leaked. Uh, was a survey or something or some kind of survey for a focus group? Yeah, it was a packaging was, survey. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it was it was not actual packaging, but just sort of a focus group on which ones do you like, basically, yeah. out of yeah. these packagings. Yeah, like Wizards did officially comment on it, and they yeah, like they they said that it, yeah. this is a this is real. Test packaging. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not being real. Yeah, yeah. This does not mean that this is packaging of a real yeah. product. But having said that, half of the packaging was Amonkhet and Herb's devastation. Right. Yes. Yeah. That was part of the survey. So oh, yeah. that lends a bit of weight to it. Yeah. And so I'm, that that is Atlasan is the one. That, Atlasan. Yeah. That was. Atlasan. I forget the small set that was connected yeah. to it. So it seems like it, it could be like a, a mishmash of Yasek meets Atlantis. Yes, it's, it's, yeah. that's, that's all we have. Cure is time to shine. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We're folk. And uh, yeah, wizards should definitely keep going for these uh, representations of different cultures because they're really they're knocking it out of the ballpark every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like eventually you're going to run out of run out of uh, cultures and mythologies to make some out of. I don't have to. Start. Yeah, that'll be a good thing. Maybe original ideas. Yeah, there's a lot of cultures. Is there really? Obviously, there's a little bit of Well, sure. Yeah. 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 Is there anything that we haven't seen yet? Um, oh, you've never seen like a Viking type thing, but that's on the short list. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. yeah. That'd, That'd be sweet. Yeah, yes. that's, that's definitely going in the next couple of years. I also, think. it feels like Vikings is kind of like you can go a little more stereotypical without insulting people. Whereas, yes, like, yes that's true. Yeah. For example, Kaladesh, sort of, it didn't actually, I mean, it, like, it definitely wasn't a great representation of. Indian culture or anything no, like that. No. I don't think it was actively offensive for the most part. Yeah. But that was mostly because the plane didn't really even explore the culture of Kaladesh no, at all. Yeah, it was just yeah. sort of set there. So. Yeah, and, and there's there's no mentions of religion or gods or anything at all uh, in in Kaladesh. Set. No, no. They got saving that for Amonkhet. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Vikings. We could get we could get boats that are also dragons. And vehicles have to crew the dragons, <laughs> and they become no, you have to crew the boats, <laughs> and they become dragons though. Uh yeah okay you could have a vehicle that is a is like a funeral galley and you have to sacrifice it on a creature you control and you can draw two cards because it's like oh, a Viking uh, funeral that's pretty good <laughs> yeah, that, is, that does sound pretty good actually yeah. you even get a card it's like a boat uh, it usually costs like something like seven and a blue or maybe six and a blue uh, and you have to exile cards from your library to make it cheaper you draw three cards oh that's interesting. Because we got your library. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So yes. it's literally yes. just, otherwise it's just treasure crews. <laughs> so you've literally just designed one blue, draw three cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Sounds true. slightly better than Treasure Cruise. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> those sound great. Yeah, yeah, so those are our two leaked cards from uh, yeah. from Viking Block coming <laughs> yeah. up soon. Yeah, see, see Wizards, this is what happens when you don't have announcement speed, it's wildly speculate. And, yeah. Uh, you might get some things right. We can, uh, we can, I was going to say, we can record this conversation. <laughs> and we can listen back to it after uh, Viking Area. That'd be the name of the name. Viking Area. Mm-hmm. Viking Area, yes. yep. Sounds a bit right. <laughs> Welcome to the Viking Area. Yes. Uh, I think that probably they should have some some element of cowards can't block wires in, in oh, the yeah. Viking set. Yeah. If they're going to if they're yeah, gonna do that. That yeah. sounds pretty good. Yeah, we got sea monsters in blue. Sea monsters, yeah. Always good. Kraken, well, no, Krakens are more of a Greek thing, aren't they? Oh, yes. Dragons are more of a Viking thing. Yes. Dragons, big wolves and stuff like that. You have like a world tree. That's part of Viking mythology, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yggdrasil. Yeah, that's the one, yeah. And there's a whole... um, I feel like that may have been referenced in Magic at some point before. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Oh, yeah, I think it 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 wasn't necessarily Krakens, but it was like sea serpents for a, a, a Viking thing. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for that now. There we go. Oh, <laughs> yeah. If not exactly as we've described it, I'm gonna be disappointed. Yes. We'll all yeah. be very upset. <laughs> okay, so um yeah, I guess that's that's announcement day. That's where you go. Yeah, yeah I mean, Well I I think that actually they might um yeah, like 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 you said, they're probably gonna announce commander um this year's commander. Because mm-hmm. they haven't they haven't announced that yet. No, uh, but the announcement I know is supposed to be coming up soon, so yeah, it's so, probably wrapped so into that. This year's commander, they'll probably announce sets until. Do you think they'll announce more than just the next block? I was thinking, is there going to be another Rogue supplemental Blackout. product? This like a supplemental set this year because last this year, year we yeah last year we had Eternal Masters and Conspiracy too. Yeah, but I think I think last year they got a lot of feedback that it was way too crowded. Okay. And I think it yeah, was. Yeah. It probably yeah. was, yeah. Um so I think they're gonna they're gonna scale it back a little bit. Um probably give Modern Masters uh, twenty seventeen more room to breathe. Yeah. They'll probably do a similar thing like what they did with Eternal Masters, do another print run print run mm-hmm. of uh, Modern Masters twenty seventeen. That'd be great. Um Which people have been really positive about, I gotta say. Yeah, the, yeah. Like the draft and obviously to the the prices of cards coming down but yeah, it seems yeah. seems to be incredibly well received that set Although, did, it. did you guys see that the like loads of the cards their prices just like like spiked back up really like a fiver yeah oh yeah or like last week like Tarmogoyf and stuff yeah like all the big cards yeah yeah really? like hmm. uh, the, all the, like the, the big mythics like Snapcaster and Tarmogoyf and Liliana and all the fetches and like Goblin Guy and stuff like that that's very strange yeah that must be that um, yeah it must be that that uh, demand is going up if there's more people that don't get into modern yeah I mean that's probably it's it it's like sign as well it? yeah yeah I mean it's like oh I opened my one time ago if now I need yeah more. It, it's still very soon into the release of the set so I would imagine that's more likely just to be a, a small spike and it's going to trend down yeah I mean it's it's. I don't know if you have a look on Magic Card Market which is our mm. the, the, the marketplace that we use Um it's the equivalent of TCG player uh, in the states. Like the 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 price trends are coming back down again. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it was very perplexing to me for a few days. I was like checking because I want to buy Snapcaster Mages, and I was just checking it, and I was like, "It's going up. What's happening?" Yeah, that, <laughs> that is very strange. Yeah, Snapcaster is one I can see just because it's sort of 
it's it's on the cheaper end of sort of mythics to buy into for modern. Yeah. So I could see that being a more popular choice than Tarmogoyf for Liliana for yeah. people to buy playsets off now. But if, but if those cars are also going up, then yeah, yeah I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So and I suppose with this uh, pushback announcement day, um, it would also be stuff to do with like a match online, or if it's going to be oh yeah, it could be digital yeah. next stuff. Yeah, there could be some of that. Yeah. So well, I think it's all we. So am I right in saying that we know now that magical digital magic digital next is not going to be a whole new platform? That that was like this uh, umbrella term. For all of their uh, electronic games, uh, I would say I don't think that we know. Okay, but we can guess that yes, yes. it's gonna be yeah. It's like what you said. Yeah, we're, we're mm-hmm. it's it could be an overhaul of either jewels or maybe Moto. Yeah, it's like the name of their suite of mm. offerings. Yeah, the the project at the yeah. moment. Like from for me, I was kind of this seemed to be a popular idea, and it's one that I thought would be good as well. Is that if they converted sort of playing standard on and doing drafts and stuff on Magic Online into the Jewels sort of mm-hmm. engine and then just left sort of eternal formats behind in the Magic Online client. Mm. Um, I thought that would be a good way for them to sort of improve Magic Online's appeal to new players and stuff like that while not messing with the eternal formats, messing mm. with modern and stuff like that at all. People okay. can just keep playing them. Because yeah, maybe so. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, well, obviously that obviously have an impact on the market, but like it's it's I feel like it's it's so hard to speculate on what they could do because we don't know how we don't know how much is going to upset the the second market. Um, they're doing the whole the economy of Magic Online. Yeah, it feels like kind of any small change they make could upset that. But you know, if that's something that they really don't want to touch, or that's something that they that they'd be happy to you know be in a way. And there's some some people are speculating because of changes they made recently. Uh, you know, treasure chests and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's almost like as if they're they're taking less, they're they're, they're slowly um, putting less and less into uh, the economy there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's kind of it's yeah. I mean, I mean, the removal. So what happened was they removed when you get constructed prizes for leagues and stuff like that. You don't get booster packs anymore. You just get more treasure chests instead. But I mean, that could be a sign that they are leading towards some kind of client overhaul if they're trying to remove yeah. the amount of booster packs currently in the system, if they yeah. want to change it to yeah. some other way of doing drafts at some point in the future, you know? Yeah. So it's it's hard to tell, I think, at the moment. But it, it's at the end of the day, Hasbro are going to do whatever they think is going to make them more money, which is yeah. fair enough. And But I mean, Magic Online does make a lot of money for them at the moment. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah, it's whether they want to upset that system too much is, is sort of a big question. Yeah. And anyway, didn't they also mention like a, a MMO with um, uh, Planeswalkers and stuff? Did they mention that? That was, was that, was that, is this something I made up? No, I'm pretty sure it was when they had an article kind of describing them, like, I don't know what, what they envisioned Magical Digital Next to be, and I was saying it's like a, a it's like a suite of all their, their future products. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was like yeah. a statement from the CEO. Yeah, yeah, it was really kind of corporate marketing mm-hmm. uh, speak. Uh, yeah, I think, I think one of them was like some kind of, Maybe not MMO was some kind of a game with so like, like that, yeah. with like a uh, as being characters. Yeah, okay. uh, you know, further pushing um, the Gideons of the Galaxy. Mm. <laughs> Gideons of the Galaxy, a new Marvel film. Just <laughs> <laughs> every copy of, of Gideon. Yeah, yeah. Gideon. There was one. Uh, there was a really funny thing on on Reddit where somebody was like, eventually. Uh, wizards are going to run out of like um, angles for <laughs> Gideon to look off suddenly into the distance in, and like they're going to they're going to do three hundred and sixty different versions. Well, I guess one eighty 
Yeah, it's on a two-dimensional card. <laughs> yeah. 180 different versions of Gideon. And then they'll start uh, adjusting the up-and-down angle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you just bought oh. spot eventually. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see the back of his head one yeah. more Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> That'll be the last card, the day that he, that he dies, finally. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so um, I think that's that's pretty much it for announcement day we'll, I guess yeah. we'll, we'll see more when it when yeah. it comes when it finally comes yeah there's, ob- there's obviously a lot of stuff in the works but we, yeah. we just don't know what's going on I mean on. we're going to have Amonkhet in the meantime so yeah. we'll, we'll yeah. be we'll be busy enough I'm sure yeah. <laughs> they, so, yeah, it's June is what they're pushing back to June yes I don't think they gave a date yeah. or possibly they did okay whatever they're going to have an announcement for announcement for yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so let's move on to um, Sam Stoddard's article that he published on the on the Wizards website. Um, it was an update on Standard and Wizards views on Standard, mm-hmm. in which he kind of uh, enumerated that they weighed carefully the advantages and disadvantages of having bans or not. And he also shared some of the deck lists that they had at Future Future League, but he, but he did say um, in the article that he didn't know how useful it was to share these deck lists because they were from a world where uh, they didn't realize they, the hadn't, they hadn't made any bans. Okay. Yeah, sorry, yeah, two like things. Yeah, said, One, they didn't realize the combo, and two, they thought Emrakul and Smuggler's Copter were still going to be. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. two huge things. So he was yeah. like, I don't really know how useful this is. And he did say also that he's just not going to share deck lists for, for the next six months or so because yeah. there's no point. Yeah. Yeah, because it's so different from what the real world is that there's no point in even making fools of themselves, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think even the, that admission shows a sort of flaw with the Future Future League process yeah. that the bans came so late, obviously, that like it, like they're so far removed from... From realizing what the what the real decks are going to be mm. to the extent that they need multiple bands in standard, mm. like how useful is this process? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, obviously not very. Yeah, obviously, I'd imagine at sort of like the very basic stage, they are sort of like chiseling out really unfair stuff and like, oh, this card's actually useless. We need to yeah. improve it, stuff like that. Yeah. Which, but but I mean, that's part of, of both design and development as well. Yeah, so I don't yeah. know how much the FFL contributes to that. Mm. Um, yeah, it it was uh, it didn't didn't look good for the future future no. league from this article. Is it not really? Well, what I am happy about, happy about though is I I bought out a whole load of playsets of Dan Peoples. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dan was a Dan, Dan was a card. He said has the potential to slow down um this yeah slow down party vehicles uh, because you know you have an enchantment that gives everything minus one zero yeah yeah minus one minus zero. Uh, you know, it's awesome for crew and hard to hear. They can't crew those those yes. vehicles. Like, yeah. Even if they do, it's got minus one power. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Yeah, it's a three four. Um, yeah, so I, I, it was really like he. It was really grasping straws, trying to say, you know, there's still some potential sweet tech out there. Yeah, uh, you haven't discovered. It was pretty outrageous this time. Like, I mean, I had actually had a lot of respect for Sam Stoddard's previous sort of output and talk about the format and stuff like that. When Except for that one article, <laughs> everything was great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, so at the start of the format, when they released the d- design notes and they admitted that they had missed the combo, I thought that was a very big thing for them to admit. Yeah, that's right. At the start of the format and sort of like, and for the most part, they have admitted, like several people on Wizards have, have said this on Twitter and stuff like that, that yes, we realize it's a two-deck format. We're not really trying to BS people about that. Mm. Um, 
I believe it was Evan Irwin on Twitter uh, got into it with with someone who was saying, oh, this is ridiculous on GP coverage for the free surrounds. They're not showing any Mardu vehicles or any four-color copycat. This was a GP maybe three weeks ago or something like that, mm-hmm. two or three weeks ago. And Evan Irwin replied and said, no, we're fully aware that most of the rounds are going to be those two matchups. So for, for the first couple of rounds, we want to bring you the interesting decks so you have a little bit of variety because we're aware that these decks probably aren't going to be 5-0 in a couple of rounds' time yeah, yeah, and they're not yeah. going to be in the feature match area. <laughs> so there have been multiple... You will get your fill on day two. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. So, uh, so I thought that was, a, that was a fair enough response yeah. from him. And so yeah. Wizards have, for, for the most part, been pretty forthcoming, I think, about the set of standard. But yeah, it's, but saying these sort of limp-wristed things like play, play this four-man enchantment that you know, <laughs> you're already dead by the time you play it in this format, yeah, essentially... Yeah. I th- yeah, I thought that was a little bit ridiculous, but maybe we can give him a break. Oh a god, yeah, it was. Um, no, I mean, like it, it's a, it's actually a cool card as a piece. Of te- like, it, yeah, it, yeah. It, it nullifies the combo. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It, it completely destroys oh, the combo. Too, yeah, combo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In in the same like in the same vein as the of consoles, but of course, Authority of the consoles is one mana. Yeah, and Dominic Pulse is four. But there's a lot of decks that can't play Authority of the Consoles because they don't have white. Yeah. So, I mean, it does have its uses maybe there. Actually, I would say there are no decks that don't have white in the format, so that's not true. <laughs> uh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but I think your point. <laughs> yes. um, Except Team Retire. Yeah, that, that's, that's what yeah, I was thinking yeah, of, basically. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, if you have... To, to suggest that that dampening pulse is good against murder vehicles of all things is just like a dagger. In that's the, yeah, that's in a slap in the like, face. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like to everyone who who went to a PPT gear recently and you know faced it for three or four rounds in a row and got yeah. demolished every time. Yeah, then to be told, oh, you should have put this four mana do nothing art enchantment to the deck. Yeah, yeah. 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 If, it's, if it's turn four and you're not in control of the board, you're already so far behind that you're not going to... They have a Gideon. doesn't even matter what else they have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a Gideon. No, no, the Gideon's a four or five now. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> the nine's a one-two. Yeah. It just comes to the one-twos. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, uh, Seth Manfield actually had... He, he wrote an article a couple of weeks ago uh, about Teamer Tower and he had one dampening pulse in his sideboard. Mm. But he was like, this is against the combo, yeah. not against yeah. fire vehicles. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. Like, if you, for some reason, happen to not be dead or in an okay board state, it, it actually would be great against Marta Vehicles yeah. if you manage to play it on turn four. But, like, they put you under so much pressure that you can just never do that. No, I mean, even if you play it on turn four, you've probably lost between, like, seven and ten life. Yeah. And then they don't even really care that their stuff is minus one, one minus zero yeah, at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Well, what was the verb you said? It said ten, like, it was 20, 17, 10. Dead. Dead. Yeah. yeah. So, it's, well, when you're on ten, you play it. Yeah, that's yeah. if they have the nuts. That is, that is yeah, basically the nuts. Yeah, yeah. But it's not very difficult for them to have the nuts yeah. no, either. No. So, yeah. Um, what else did he say in his article? I think we we were mentioned how uh, his the 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 future future league list he supplied was the Green Black Constrictor. Oh yeah, list, yeah. Which, like we said, it's 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 a it's a deck that builds itself. Yeah, like you know, completely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so like, that was that was his attempt to be like, look, we got this deck right. Yeah. But yeah, it's the most obvious deck that builds itself. Uh, yeah, and it wasn't even the tuned version. It wasn't the tuned version, like, and it's not even a good deck in the format. It turns out. I mean, yeah, people thought it was for a while, but yeah. I mean, it's it's still an okay choice, but yeah. I mean, you, yeah. I mean, you could bring it to to a tournament. Yeah, it's a solid yeah. deck. Oh, I don't know. I, I like. I don't want to be negative about it, but yeah. I mean, I think like I, I was really happy reading say the opening few paragraphs where he's basically acknowledging 
all the problems that we see are happening, all, all the problems that are apparent in standard, he's acknowledging them, saying, yeah, we know yeah. this, yeah, we, we, yeah, we, we know you're on so much pressure during the first few turns, we know, uh, uh, we, we know it's a two-deck format, we know that there's so many uh, those strong cards you can't play because of the way the format is, mm-hmm. uh, and then he said that you know, the reason why we didn't do the bannings was because that would have uh, eroded so much um, confidence in the format, mm-hmm. so we kind of balanced that and said, right, we'll, we're happy to have, we'd prefer to have, uh, you know, we, we prefer to have this two-deck format instead of having lots of people you know, not wanting to play Sanford anymore, which yep. I'd say that's fair enough. Mm. Uh, and I think that is a totally fair point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it is sort of like they're not mentioning the secondary market there, but obviously there's a big impact there. And then, you know, people have bought their play sets of Heart of Karen and Gideon and yeah. whatever else, and they're, they're, they're going to be pissed off if it immediately yeah. gets banned. Yeah, that's true. So does this lead us to a conclusion where they're going to make a ban for Amonkhet, or I suppose it's it's just still impossible to say yeah. before yeah. we see what kind of cards are coming out. I think they will have several bans when Amonkhet so. comes out. Okay. That's not that's as we said. You kind of have to see the set, yeah. But but going in blind, I think yeah, there will be several yeah. bans next you time. Put your money down. Yeah, I'll say they'll ban <laughs> Feldar Guardian and Scrappy Scrounger. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll, sounds I'll, reasonable. Yeah, I'll I'll see. What, what what if there's graveyard eight? And they don't need to ban Scrappy Scrounger. Yeah. yeah, I don't think there well, will. Be, I don't think there will be. Oh well, yeah, but obviously, yeah, they'll know. Yeah. I mean, you can still just return the Scrappy Scrounger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. It's basically it basically has a flash. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, 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 just just today today I played um yeah played like a league and a half online. I played eight matches. Seven of them were against the combo deck. Mm. Uh, one was against Brian Eagles. So I mean, I think so. If like if they're based on their decisions based on numbers that they're seeing people play online, which is for data that they have, mm. um, I, I think it's like they. So when they said, "If you know fans," yeah, that was them saying that you know we want to give us more time. We want, we want to give the format more time to evolve and change. We have mm. you know these innovations like Team Tower you know merging out. Um, but I think it's if you know if all these weeks go by and it's still a two deck format, then I think that's that's that would be their prompt to start planning stuff. Which is a moment, it seems like that's the way it is. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. So we have what, four weeks left of this format, I think? Four, like five, 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 five weeks yeah, left. Four or five weeks, yeah. Yeah, and I don't think, is there any standard GPs in that time? I don't think so. It was limited this weekend. Yeah, I know yeah. that. Random. Um, I think there's some modern GPs. I know they've announced that the online PTQs. For this week are going to be modern because because of modern masters i guess they're, oh, okay. they're just running some modern events online so cool. they, they were going to be standard i think but, yeah and now they're being changed to modern okay so that's maybe another sign that they're they know people aren't exactly too happy <laughs> yeah. jam, jam in 10 rounds of standard. although I, I have heard a lot of people say that they they actually like the way the games play yeah i agree with that yeah, yeah i think the games are, are super interactive and like there's yeah there's a lot of decision points and stuff like that they're like you know, they can be fast games if one deck just has the nuts and kills you yeah. or combos you out but for the most part the games are long enough that uh, you can grind out an advantage and mm-hmm. sideboarding is a real thing but you, but but you are only playing two matchups basically yeah, or, yeah. no matter what deck you're playing yeah so I think this um, this idea of uh, a, a, an evolution of the metagame and that Wizards are looking for this this uh, 
Teamer Tower deck to save them. <laughs> uh, they got a bit of proof last weekend in the form of the results from Grand Prix Porto Alegre, mm -hmm. where um, I don't remember exactly the guy's name. I think it was Victor Fernando da Silva or something like that. Yeah. He um, he won that GP with Teamer Tower, and he had a bit few innovations in his list compared to previous iterations. So he kind of. Uh, you know, people had been cutting some of the other creatures, not not the gear hooks. Mm. Um, so he cut the rogue refiners, which had already been happening. People had been cutting them because people just don't like to tap out for them. Um, he cut the he also cut the shield of the ether thieves, yeah, which nobody had done yet. Yeah, and well, more or less nobody. So he 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 did that, and uh, seemed to have worked out for him. Yeah, I, I think it's. Uh, yeah, I, I think one, one of the first weeks you were playing it, you were saying that it's like you know, tapping out for these cards is, yeah, is well, yeah, tapping out for the Rogue Refiner is, is tough because you only ever want to tap out for your towers. Um, and then you were also saying you felt, you felt like, what, the first weeks you played it, you felt like the uh, Aether Shield Thief. Aether? Shielded, Shielded Aether Thief. Shield, yeah. That guy. Uh, was, <laughs> was, was, you, know, you felt like it was underperforming. Yeah. Because you, know, you want to sink your energy into the towers rather than into it for drawing yeah, cards. Yeah, yeah. I, I did like it sometimes, especially in like a, a, a control matchup. It was actually quite good, um, but a lot of the time, and like if it, if it's keeping a three power thing at bay, it's almost like a removal spell. Um, but they so often have something that they can crew or some yeah. other way to get past it that it just ends up feeling quite bad a lot of the time. Um, so yeah, he had a couple of other uh, innovations in this list. He had like he had one anticipate, one anticipate, yeah, yeah, which is uh, unusual. One, I guess just so. Just to, to round out the deck, I guess. Yeah. Uh, two natural obsolescence in the main deck, which yeah. is a... I mean, it's not exactly too difficult to make a metagame call when there's only two decks in the metagame, but, yeah. but that is a big one. Like, yeah, because yeah. it, it can be dead in so many... Well, yeah, if you, if you play against Black Green or something like that yeah. in your first couple of rounds and you uh, draw them, you know. Yeah, I mean... Still gets their gear hulk or whatever, but... Yeah, I guess their gear hulk. It also gets um, Walking Ballista. Of course, they just shoot you with the Walking Ballista. Yeah. But, I mean, it's still a two-mana kill spell for yeah. it. Yeah, basically. But it's uh, um, it, it's just so 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 good against Scrappy Scrounger. Exactly. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's like a yeah. It's, it's like a, a pseudo exile. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, already gets drawn again. <laughs> <laughs> he also had uh, two horribly awry, which people have been kind of in and out on that one. Um, it's nice. It's it's exile. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I just and again he also had incendiary flow, which is also another exile effect. Mm -hmm. He had more void shatters than disallows, which was a nice innovation. Again, another exile effect. So he was big on the exile, which I think is probably a, a quite a good choice at this point. But you don't really want to, you don't really want to use a void chatter on a scrap boost counter, or you can't most yeah. of the time. Yeah, you can't most of the time. You probably will. You probably will if you get the chance. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we have a bunch of exile effects, and the two natural obsolescence may as well be an exile effect for scrap boost mm -hmm, yeah. So it's all it's all just targeting that really. Yeah. And like the amount of counter spells he has in the main deck. It's pretty mm -hmm. wild as well. He's got the, he's got two disallow, three void shatter, three negate, yeah. and two horribly right. Yeah, which is, I guess it's a, it's enough redundancy that like you're probably gonna have what you need. I guess, but uh, it seems like he had to had to get pretty lucky to to win the entire tournament and kind of always have what he needed from those in his opening hand. Because horribly right is definitely a dead card a lot of the time. If you draw yeah. it late game, it, it feels pretty bad. Definitely, like if you're sitting there with the with horribly right in your hand and they play a Burgess Garrick, you feel. Yeah, he's very bad to eat it. Yeah, but um, I think his sideboard is really interesting. 
Um, so he went with four long tusk cub and four tireless tracker. Is that it? Is that it? Yeah, yeah, four yeah. trackers, four cubs, two Narnum renegade. This yeah, two renegade. Yeah. So he had ten creatures in sideboard. Yeah, which is like that's going to be difficult to deal with for anyone trying to board against Teamer Tower. Yeah, I'm still not really convinced on the Narnum renegades. To be honest, it seems quite low impact to me as a sideboard. Uh, I think it's against black green. Yeah, it's like they have stuff yeah. that's too big to kill with harness lightning. So you just block it. It'll just kill anything, yeah, I can yeah. see that. Like, uh, spoiler for our tournament report, I played this deck, this version of the deck, mm-hmm. um, on uh, Thursday at our at our local tournament, and I brought in the Narnum Renegades against the against Cully's kind of blue-black mm-hmm. emerge um, yeah. deck, yeah. and it was reasonable uh, blocking... Um, what are they called? The Elder Defense? Yeah. 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 It blocks Cully's signature Wharf Infiltrator as well, which is yeah, yeah true, yeah. yeah. And, and doesn't die. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. almost don't want the revolt because you want to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it, just, it just follows these infiltrators all day. You know? yeah. yeah. There is basically no way to turn on the revolt anyway. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> well, you can crack a clue from your tracker, maybe. Yeah, maybe so, yeah. It's a lot of work to get a one-on-one counter. But I, yeah. I, actually, I actually had, I went for... In the sideboard, I went for one tracker, three bristling hydra instead. I was going to mention yeah. that. I was uh, I was saying because because four cub kind of makes sense. You can go on under pretty much anything. Yeah. But uh, I'm surprised there wasn't room in uh, in this deck for bristling hydra. It, mm-hmm. just, it just seems so good. Like you you have access to so much energy. Yeah. It's a lot of decks just can't kill it. Yeah. Especially yeah. when they're sideboarding out removal and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, like m- most of the time, the only option that people have is to kill it in response to the to the energy trigger when it's yeah. the battlefield. But if you already have a bunch of yeah. energy, that does nothing. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. But uh, I, I have seen a couple of lists going 5-0 on, on Magic Online the last last week since then. Mm. Have had like a split of three Gearhulk, three Bristling Hydra in the main. Yeah, I've seen that as well, which yeah, I really, really like actually. I think mm-hmm. that's good. Um, yeah, it could it be does, it does turn on removal, but I mean, it's, it's going to be hard to fatal push that thing. Yeah, exactly. Shock does nothing. Yeah. So, you know, the removal people are playing are, don't, doesn't even match up that well against yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that it can grow to be a large blocker yeah. is good as well because sometimes, unfortunately, Torrential Gearhook is not big enough to block what you need to block. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the fact that it can grow is really nice. Um, yeah, so that's, that's uh, last weekend's GP. Um, Any other decks uh, you want well, to talk about? One, one other thing that I did want to mention is that the... the the GP was quite small. Yeah, so, that's the thing with sort of South American GPs and stuff like that. Um, is, is like a lot of the, the North Amer- top North American players maybe aren't going to be that bothered to travel for it. And uh, yeah, it's going to be slightly more of like a local event than a, than a North American or European GP will be. Yeah. But still a GP is a GP, you know? Yeah. This is true. I mean, it was still like whatever, 600 players, you know, that's, yeah. a, that's a big room to yeah. win in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even if it's smaller than a normal, than, than GPs normally are. Um, what was the other deck that we want to talk about? Uh, the the black red Eldrazi list. Yeah, yeah. Talk about that. So that was a twelfth place. Pedro Carvalho mm-hmm. is the guy's name who was piloting it, and uh, yeah, it's interesting. It's sort of sort of just a different take on aggro, which was. Uh, so is this the list that had the Olivias, or he was he not playing the Olivias? Uh, he was not playing the Olivias. Yeah, so he had one on the sideboard. One on the sideboard. Mm-hmm. So there've been a few yeah. lists uh, of this list pop up with Olivia in the main, but yeah. Mm-hmm. 
It's uh, it's interesting. It's like I always like this. Whenever you see the thought not sm- the thought not tears and the reality smashers yeah. just jammed into a deck list, I'm all for it. Yeah. I, I love playing those cards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they are really great. Yeah, I feel like it's so hard to, to win a game when they turn four thought not tear, turn five smasher because yeah, they're take out your removal, like, take your removal out of your hand. It's just so crazy to think that those cards aren't played at all yeah. basically in standard now when they were such crazy cards when they were printed and they like completely destroyed modern. Yeah, yeah. in combination with I movement obviously. Yeah. yeah. I picked up my place out when they came out, and I don't think I'm ever going to sell those cards. I just think no, they're yeah, so yeah, sweet. Like, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's that much to talk about, but it's just cool to see a, a completely rogue deck essentially mm. come in and uh, yeah, I don't know. Reality Smasher is st- still a thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. If you got your Sahili then your Reality Smasher is still gonna the the enemy Reality Smasher is still gonna get in there and kill it. Probably it's pretty mm. hard to block profitably. He, he did, however, have the kind of core. I would say of like. The nuts, decks, nuts, murder vehicles, kind of core, which was, uh, walking ballista, scrappy scrounger, and license integration. Yeah. Which even some of the black, black green decks are playing that that core. Those yeah. core, those twelve yeah. cards. And hard of Kieran also. And hard of Kieran, yeah. So yeah. just because like those cards are fairly busted. They just win games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like if you just have your nice curve of those cards, you're just you you're you're. Usually favorite to win the game. You're pretty sad. Yeah. So I suppose that that's what the deck is built around, plus some other nice cards. That, <laughs> yeah. That we like to have, like yeah, like He's, the Smasher and the Talons here. Yeah, and he can uh, he can tap his his Ruins of Oran Reef to put a one one counter on his Heart of Karen if he crews it. Yeah, that that is pretty <laughs> yeah, cool and uh, innovation. Like that yeah. that that land never really did anything. No. Uh, when it came out and he's using it to, to good effect there. Yeah. Yeah, he's running the four them. Yeah, full four, yeah. yeah. And also you yeah, you want to one of the colorless mana too for yeah. your your Eltrazi dudes. Yeah. Yeah, um, and you've so many artifacts. Well you don't have so many, but you've you've Scranger's Ballista's Heart of Karen's and did he have Edgefair Harvester in the main as well? I, don't know, uh, sure. I think I've seen some. Yeah, some lists yeah. have it. So, so yeah, it's it's really not too much on the inside. P and L R as well, and P and L R. Yeah, yeah. I do wonder about the P and L R though because, well, I don't know because the the activated ability is not colorless creatures; it's artifacts, artifact creatures. You know, so you you can't yeah. pump your. Your no. thoughts here, your reality smasher, but I suppose I think you just use it for the one block for the cat block. Yeah, that's probably the main part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just sack your thoughter, yeah. or you sack your scrappy stranger. Yeah, yeah, get it back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So nice to see some uh, innovation. Hopefully, we see more. Right? Yes, definitely. Yeah. I mean, th- this is the time. These decks will yeah. keep popping up, but uh, I don't expect. Them, any of them to be able to shift the meta game away from what it currently is. Yeah, but yeah. we'll we'll see decks like this putting up results. Sure, yeah. It's fun to see every now and yeah. then. Would you take Would you take a deck like that to a PPTQ? Uh, maybe I would. Yeah, like, I mean, I, people are going to be surprised. Yeah, they're going to be surprised, and I think that's like especially in a two deck format like this. If you're yeah. just going to a deck with sort of, you know, like I'm not I'm not saying like not talented players, but just sort of like normal grinders and like normal players who are, who are just used to seeing the the two decks that are in the format yeah if you show up and just throw them with something they're not going to be as used to like there's definitely an edge in that you know people not knowing your matchup quite as well not having their sideboard guide figured out yeah it could definitely give you a couple extra percentage points yeah definitely yeah. good yeah, yeah i feel like a lot of people were running uh back before emerald's banned people were running um yeah, ceremony rejection in the sideboard uh, mm. to counter marvel to counter emerald yeah uh, whereas that's that's and obviously that's a card that just shuts down this Eldrazi for you know, yeah. the turn four turn five curve yeah uh, but yeah but that's that's seen that's, that's playing out 
uh, in Cyborg. So it's like mm-hmm. you know, the timing is almost right for um, yeah these guys. Yeah, the, pretty pretty rare to get hit by a ceremonious yeah. rejection these days. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Could make a comeback. Yeah, maybe. At the same time, I still, I, I still don't know if I can be convinced to tap out for a reality smasher when I can just <laughs> die to the combo. You know yeah, what I mean? It's it's like, and obviously you yeah. play around that, but uh, if one of your main ways of winning the game is tapping out for a five drop, it's, it's yeah. kind of difficult to... But I mean, if that's what's winning you the game, like, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. To, you know, that's usually what's winning you the game on turn five. Yeah. yeah. It, does, it does have trample as well, so if they already have, like, a planeswalker in play, sometimes you can attack it to that, yeah. Yeah. And you are disrupting the combo a little bit with your thought not tears and stuff. That's well. true as well, yeah. 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 Uh, of course, we have described the uh, the dream curve, so. yeah. <laughs> which you do not always get. <laughs> well, yeah, it's nice to see some innovation, and uh, hopefully we see some more. We do have another deck to talk about later on, which is also another little bit of innovation, but uh, mm. let's move on to our to our tournament report. Sure. Um, so, it's, again, it's just our kind of local Thursday night tournament. Um, yeah. We switched up decks a little bit, um, so well, not I didn't. Not, all. <laughs> not me. <laughs> uh, the eternal blue red emerge player. Yes. Uh, yeah. But Kieran, you played Forco Sahili. Yeah, it was my first week being off Jeskai Sahili this season, basically, and uh, finally, finally made the switch. Finally, was convinced <laughs> to, uh, to play a real deck. Essentially, Othanissa is in there. Oh, Othanissa, man, it's so good. It's it's like feels like legacy. You're just playing Ponder. It's great. Yeah. It feels yeah. good to blink as well. Felt like I did. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty great. Or Othashandra, you're just yeah. getting free free kills on creatures and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. The deck felt amazing. It was. Did you miss any Othashandra triggers? Uh, no, I got them all. Got them all. Good, them all. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. There's not too much to keep track of in the deck, really. Yeah. I I definitely made a few misplays and a few mistakes. Um, I attuned for the wrong lands in the first couple of matches a few okay, times. Yeah. That was I didn't realize that you kind of need to get your planes with your first attune because there's not that many white sources in the deck. So okay. I, I left myself color screwed the first time and I wasn't able to combo off. Basically, I lost the match because of that. But uh, it 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 was pretty pretty insane though. It was my first time playing with the deck and uh, it was definitely just in a completely different league to playing with the Jaskai deck. Even though you're winning with the combo both ways. Yeah, it was a, it definitely just felt like playing playing a whole different game, basically. Mm-hmm. Didn't miss the gear hooks? Uh no, not really. I mean you're you're casting good spells anyway, you're getting value the whole time in this deck, so you don't really need the huge the huge gear hook payoff. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Uh does that does it still have glimmer? Uh yeah. It does, okay. Yeah, I was still rolling glimmer, yeah. Cool. And um what were your matchups like? So the first round uh, was Black Red Vampires, which uh, which I lost to. It was close. It went to three games, and uh, in the in the last match, yeah, I just got kind of uh, color screwed. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it was good, good interactive magic. Uh, the next round, I played Marty Vehicles, which was pretty close. The first game, I think, I just ended up beating him down with a bunch of Thopters. Uh, didn't really need to go for the combo. Just had the. Sahili, minus two on the World of Virtuoso, make another Thopter. Mm-hmm. It was kind of the beatdown plan. Um, game two, he was on the play, and I just kind of got, got Mardu dead as it goes, but uh, <laughs> I wasn't disheartened. I was like, yeah, that seems to seems to be how it goes. Yeah. And then uh, game three was really long and grindy. Uh, we were just one for one each other the whole time, and I eventually just, just naturally drew the combo uh, when we were both down to one card in hand or whatever. Okay. and was able to just save it up and, and yeah. combo off on one turn. Nice. So that was very close. Uh, it was good games, though. Then round three, I was against Teamer Tower, um, which I believe I won 2-0. Um, I was, uh, in the first match, I was slightly nervous because he got a tower down turn three that I couldn't really answer. Yeah. Um, 
but I was able to, I think the next turn I drew natural obsolescence or something like oh, that. Okay. One of in the main deck, natural obsolescence. Oh, wow. And I was able to get rid of it before before he got any energy off it. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah, because once, once the team or tower player has the tower down, yes. it's just you can't really combo off for the rest of the game if they manage to get energy. Exactly. So I just, I managed to get rid of it straight away. Um which was very, very lucky. And I think I, I think I won that game with Topters as well. I ended up with mm-hmm. 21 energy or something like that with yeah. the World of Virtual SO out. And then he went to kill my guy. I was like, oh, I'll make seven Topters in response. And <laughs> Do you know what would have been good in that situation? What? Dampening Pulse. Oh my God, you're right. You're right. Game one. Just zero one zero Topters. <laughs> and uh, then game two, I was able to I was able to just combo off, I believe. Um, I'm not sure if the guy had seen the combo before because he... Oh, really? Because I played them both and I went, yeah, there we go. And he was like, well, what? What are you doing? And I was like, Oh no, I'm doing this, it's infinite combo. And I went, oh, okay. <laughs> so, Maybe you just want to you just wanna yeah, yeah. Yeah. go through it. Yeah, sure yeah, for sure. For sure. Maybe we'll never see him play standard again. He's gone forever. He was a good player, though. Good player. Um, and then in the last round, I played Cully as well. Uh, was it was a really, really close set of games where we ended up just in the last game with an extremely complicated board state that um, it was kind of just tough to see who was ahead. We were both on lowish life totals, and we were both, I think I was on seven, he was on ten or something like that maybe. And uh, uh, he went in the tank for a long time and eventually swung out, and I think he just slightly miscalculated. I was able mm. to, to make an extra popter or something like that to, to block, and I was able to oh, swing, okay. swing back for the win. But it was, uh, yeah, that was a really set, close set of games as well. That's interesting as well, playing against that deck, because uh, was on the, the blue-black emerge with Worth and Filtrator and Grip Breaker and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's definitely a different different angle you're playing against that you're not used yeah. to. Even though I have a lot of matchup experience playing against the blue-red emerge yeah. from playing against Alan, uh, it definitely feels different playing against the blue-black Grip Breaker is just a bit of a bastard to deal yeah. with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like another, another plan would be, yeah, and then would be, yeah, full of Horde Zombies and draw cards often. Yeah, is, exactly. Yeah, the Breaker, which is good. Yeah, so, uh, so yeah, 3-1, lost to, uh, to Black Red Vampires, and yeah, pretty pretty happy, broke my streak of going 2-2 every week. So good. <laughs> yeah. What were you on, Wolf? I was playing Team of Terror, so I was playing oh, yeah, the, sorry, up, sorry. the updated list. Um, it was terrible, terrible tournament for me. Really? Yeah, I, was, I went 1-3. Uh, I won against Black Red Vampires, funny enough. Uh, got, got revenge for me. <laughs> yeah. Although there was one game where um, I was I was down to two, I think it was, two or three. And I was like, any burn spell that he drew at any time would finish me off. And I was just like draw going because I just had loads of removal and counters in my hand. Yeah. Um, no, sorry. There was, there was like a period of three or four turns where I had no counters in my hand. I just mm-hmm. had removal. I also had no action either. But I won the game entirely off Towers. Not, I didn't draw any girls, mm. so that was that was pretty nice. Yeah, I, that 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 happened to me against Cully as well against the blue black. Uh, I won off two towers. Um, there was there was like one really complicated turn that was amazing where I natural obsolescence my own tower to get uh just to get energy so that I could do something. I can't remember, but it was really it was really good. Uh, it 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 was a really complicated turn sequence where I was able to cast like a Kozlex return. That was another thing. That was in your man Silva's deck list. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Three goals, three goals, yeah. Which yeah. was really good for me actually. I really, really liked using it. Um, and I was able to make. I I was able to clear, completely clear his board by using uh, Coastlex Return and a Harness Lightning to kill um, all his little guys, and then the Harness Lightning to finish off the the Deep Fiend, mm. and left me with fifteen energy, and I was on one life. Um, 
So and he had no cards in hand, so he wasn't able to return any stitching scabs or anything like that onto deads. Um, so I was able to like, and I had the two towers, so I was like, okay, bolt it twice. Um, at the end of your turn, on top, mm. bolt it again. That was it. Wow, it was amazing. But uh, but then I got crushed in the third game. Well, the second game wasn't the game, but then <laughs> third game, third game was good, but he crushed me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty bad matchup in fairness. Like you just return all his stuff sure, yeah. again yeah. again and he's playing the sweet tech of Girapur Arari which is like okay, he got me with all four cards yeah yeah, yeah. that's not a card <laughs> you're used to playing against not at all yeah yeah but uh, it's a pretty, very sweet card and like that is another really innovative deck I think that actually does quite well um, I don't know what its matchup will be like against like Mardu or whatever but mm. it, seems, it seems like a good deck yeah um, what else did I play against I played against four Code of Sahili in the first round. Those were good games as well. I don't understand. If it feels like Team or Tower should be like so favourite against four Code of Sahili, but it's just not. Yeah. It's, it's just yeah. it's it's like it's not unfavourite, but it's definitely like fifty fifty. Like uh, I was playing against uh, Carlos and he put me in a situation where I was on two life because he was beating me down with Topters. And I was on two two life and he played a Chandra. And I was like, okay, well I'm gonna negate that. And then he was like, I have a Sahili. And he had a Feather Guardian already, wow. and I was like, well, well that's the end of that. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, it's just for some reason, not, not good enough for the Team or Tower player. And then the last round I played against the Blue-Red Tower mirror match. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was really good, but uh, I got starved on mana all three games. So I uh, wasn't able to... And he, he in, in game three, my opponent had an absolute no draw. He had Thing in the Ice, which he managed to flip... Uh, and he was able. He was also able to like dispel one of my glimmers, which I was not expecting. Mm. Um, that was just good play from him. But then uh, he managed to flip the, the thing in the ice, and I had a tower, and I was like, okay, I can. I had two energy, and I drew for my turn, and I, and I had another tower and a harness lightning in my hand. So I was like, okay, if I play the other tower and then I play a harness lightning, that'll get me enough energy to kill the the um, seven eight. The oh, seven eight, yeah. So. I was like, okay, he had, I think, two cards in hand, mm. but I was like, it's unlikely <laughs> that both of them are going to resolve. So let's see what happens. And I drew for the turn, and I drew an Ether Hook, which put me up to three energy, which was enough with one tower to make eight energy to kill the Awoken Horror. So I was like, okay, great. Now I don't need the second tower to resolve. So I played it. Played his bait, yeah. Yeah, I played it as bait, and he negated it. Yeah. I was like, okay, grand. So I was like, okay, I got the counter spell out of his hand. And then I played uh, Harness Lightning. I was like, okay, trigger, yeah, uh, get two energy. I'm going to go up to, f- uh, to eight energy. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, no, Gear Hulk, disallow that. Oh, Hope you waited until his upkeep, at least. Upkeep? Why, what would that do? So then his Gear Hulk can't attack. Oh, yeah, but he, he had me on lethal. Anyway. Ah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I did not. Good ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it. All all my games are really fun, uh, except for like games where I got mana smooth. But um, again, that is another match where I felt I felt like I should have been way favored, but I just wasn't. Um, I, f- I feel like maybe if you had the rogue refiners in the main deck, yeah. that probably would make that a lot better. Yeah, because, definitely. Because that's the that's one thing I felt playing against Tower this week is that. If you're just presenting them with these annoying sort of like cards that they have to spend a card on to remove, yeah. and you don't care about whether they live or die, basically, yeah. that kind of puts you pretty far ahead because yeah. you're, you're pressuring them with, the, with just these little cards you don't care about. They yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Like when I was playing against Carlos on Four Quarters of Heli, it was like before I knew it, 
I was down at like 10 or 9 yeah. just from like rogue refiners and world of virtuosos and fellow nerd guardians yeah. attacking me draft on comments yeah exactly yeah, get me. <laughs> how much um, but yeah so it was, it was a fun tournament anyway Cool. Yeah, I I also went uh, one three. Uh, yeah, did not do as well as I usually do, or I'd like to do. But um, yeah. So so I think I, I mean, yeah. So I uh, lost. Uh, yeah, so yeah, around one I lost against Mardu. It was yeah, you know, the classic twenty seventeen ten dead. Um, <laughs> round two, I won against uh, the green red beatdown deck. It's with uh, with um, Matthew Hellions and um, mm-hmm. and uh, Voltaic Brothers and all that kind of yeah, energy yep. business. Who was um, playing that? Well, that was uh, Aiden was playing that. Oh, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I then round three is playing. Um, yeah, I was playing against Pablo. He had the uh, yeah the four colors of Healy, and this was so like I think it was in game one. Uh, he comboed out and won. Uh, game two, I managed to get a few provisions online, which which put me in a really good position. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he didn't see one in game one, so he had no he had no uh, you know answer to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then eventually you know, it was like it was. I was on like you know three life or something that was really complicated for state where I had uh, three prize mantles out. Uh, I had loads, loads of land. He had um, he had a, he had rogue refiners, whatever virtuosos, loads of top topters. So he was representing lethal. Yeah, I was able to make a sick play of. So in my graveyard there was uh, a citrine scab. Uh, I, had, I, I, had, I had loads of cards in my hand. I had cosmic return in my hand, which wasn't going to do much. So I was able to uh, in his upkeep. I was able to I held priority and um, activated citrine scab from the graveyard, discarding cosmic return. And another card, and then before the citrine scab resolved, I emerged from one of the uh, prize mantles, so that activated yeah. turn from the graveyard, wiped the board, and then so then then so then the five six resolves, and then the citrine scab resolved. That activated all the cosmic, all the prize mantles I just died, and I was killed, and then they all came back in, and then then and also tapping out his hands, and then that with the uh, with my. Um, uh, one of the world was enough just to, to, to kill the Terran. That's sweet. Was, yeah, so, I was, so I was super happy with that and I was very confident going into the game three. So now game three was one of the most ridiculous games I ever played. And usually when people say that, it's like they're referring <laughs> to like big complicated port states. They're talking about, you know, infinite combos or all sorts of, uh, you know, like something like you see an EDH or commander or something like that. Yeah. But in this case, uh, it was the opposite of that. It was, so we both, we both bolt to five. <laughs> okay. Uh, he was, oh yeah, he was on the bay. We both bolt to five. Uh, the, I think he kept. He didn't seem happy to keep his his uh, five five yeah. hand, which yeah. I assumed was. Because, uh, it definitely felt like he was on. Um, he he kept one hander. Uh, I also kept one hander, but my hand that I kept was uh, island. Yeah, it was islands, tremendous voice, citrus scab, and two prize items. Which uh, it's, I'm pretty happy to keep that because I I know I'm going to get to see three cards before. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but before that, so then so the two of us we both scried, we both scried to the bottom. Uh, so turn one, he plays a. Yeah, so he plays an island past me. I I play an island. I drew so I, I draw lightning axe, which is also kind of fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I play an island. I pass to him. Uh, he no one has a big sigh. He he lets out a big sigh. He rips the top card out of his library and slams it down because it's a, it's was the second man drop he wanted. Uh, so I was thinking, all right, I'm pretty pretty far behind now if I miss a man drop. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, because he he so he played he paid two mana then to play a uh, servant of the conduit. Yeah. So then he passed back to me. Uh, I drew LD Fiend, so oh, no. now so yeah, missed my land drop. I said go. Uh, he also misses his land drop, but he plays he plays Healy uh, with using the Serpent Conduit and it's his two land. Yeah. He plays his Healy, pluses it, uh, he scries, keeps it to the top, passes back to me. Uh, then I say, so, so I'm, I'm thinking, all right, like, like, I could easily just die to the combo now. I rip him out and off the top of my library and slam it down. I'm like, all right, I can, you know, <laughs> if I have to rent a voice, get rid of my Sitchin's Gab, I'll be really far ahead. 
but you know, I could be there next turn. So I have Lightning Axe in my hand. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, let's, I'm pretty happy to, to pass back to him because, and because he multi five, he had five cards in hand. I mean, um, so if he, yeah, because he had multi five, he now only had uh, three cards. He only had two cards in his hand. So if I was a disruptive combo, that was set him really far behind. And yeah, Mister Land drops. You know, yeah. it's all spells. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So he, so yeah, pass back to him. He drew a card. He played Aether Hook, which mm-hmm. must be in the card then that yeah. he drew there. Yeah. Uh, played Aether Hook. He tapped his Aether Hook, the two hands, and the uh, Servant of Conduit to play. Chandler. Uh, no, Spell of Dark Guardian. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm thinking this is great. If I can, like, I, I'll disrupt a combo. He'll, he'll get it. So. Yeah, he flickered his Aether Hope, which I'm thinking, yeah, that's what you normally do. He flickered Aether Hope, then he started copying the Phantom mm-hmm. Guardian. He flickered that, that resolved. He minus his, so you see, he need to copy the Phantom Guardian. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, yeah, you, it's, you, you let that resolve, because you want... Yeah. Yeah, you want, you want one to second activation of Sahili. So then, so he got his copy of the Phantom Guardian, uh, targeting Sahili. Uh, when Sahili went down to, went down to one, to minus two, then I killed the, the oh, then I yeah, passed out the axe on the, um, on the Felder Guardian that I was targeting. Uh, and then he just said, I'm really sorry, he just showed me the other card in his hand was this spell. Which yeah. he got off the either. So now I, I was thinking then, like, yeah. Yeah, would it have been, would it have been just crazy to kill the Felder Guardian when he was targeting the Aether Hope? Because that wouldn't have crossed my mind to, to kill it before he could represent Blue Mana. Um, that's yeah. a tough one. It's, yeah. well, yeah, it's pretty close. So all you're getting is an extra loyalty counter off Sahili when you wait, right? She's going to be on one That's instead true. of on two counters. Yeah. So I would say that would... Uh, no, one she's on four because you picked her up twice. This yeah. is when the Panadar came in. Yeah, so she's yeah. on four and then she minus so she goes to two, right? Oh, sorry, yeah. 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 So, oh, she'll okay, be, okay, so she'll yeah. be on two counters yeah. rather than one counter. Yeah, yeah. So I would say that upside is so marginal that, yeah, maybe you just yeah, kill, the, yeah, kill the Guardian straight away. No, but it, I was saying kill the Guardian when it first comes in, bouncing the Aether Hope. So she'd be on four versus... Oh, sorry, she'd yeah, be on four. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, sorry, you're right. Uh, yeah, it's close. Yeah, so... I mean, I think it's... I, I, I felt like it would be so rare to bring this spell in against uh, my deck, because yeah. I, I have so few instances. Uh, well, I think even if I considered it... I mean, even if I put a money on, on, on the spell, I still think I would have waited. But that might be just because I'm so used to waiting to, you know, in the middle of the combo to disrupt it. Yeah, uh, I, I think I, I feel like if I spent more time thinking it through, that uh, because if I was five to return, I'm going to be really far ahead anyway. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll definitely in future remember to or, or keep that in mind that you know it's it it, it you know them all them, them backing up the combo with a counter spell is you know almost always going to be automatic win. Yeah. Um, so wait, when when did you go for the lightning axe? So it was it was uh, after Sahili copied when when Sahili copied it brought her down to to one. So when the Sahili ability was on the stack. Yeah. For yeah. The first time. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. 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 It's, it's close. I mean. Yeah. Maybe you just kill it straight away, because the thing is, it doesn't really matter with Sahili particularly if she's on high loyalty. Apart from the fact that it'll take you longer to kill her. Yeah. Like, it's going to take you three turns to kill her then, because next turn, presumably, you're going to Tormenting Voice, bring back the Stitchwing Scab, and the Immortal. Yeah, so it's still, you're, here, still, yeah. you're still quite a bit away from actually, like, killing the permanent. Um, so, like, that's that's the reason why I would maybe wait for her to be on one loyalty, because then once you bring back the Stitchwing Scab, she'll die yeah. in one hit, yeah. because she'll only have gone up, back up to three loyalty by the time she's being attacked. Yeah. I don't know. Well... Hopefully it goes yeah. again. You can see yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was a tricky one. Um, I felt like so. You know, I I lost it. I lost the rest of the game. So 
Uh, yeah, but then I suppose on another level, I felt like even though even though I went one three, I felt like I could have done better. I did, um, for the first time, I brought a sideboard plan with me, mm-hmm. and I felt like that you know having this having each, the, the the sideboard plan for each matchup, whether I'm on the play or a draw, what was uh, because I put enough time and effort into that before I came in, I was able to dedicate less brain power to thinking through my sideboard plan each time for each games. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely something that I highly recommend, um, and definitely something I'll, I'll do in future. Uh, because now I have this sideboard plan that I'm consistently sticking to, which I can now tweak and, and change uh, mm-hmm. depending on how things go up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good point because, like, I'm I'm notoriously like unprepared for tournaments, so like I, I like I barely have my deck lists done until I'm usually <laughs> yeah. at the tournament starting. So I feel like I'm definitely putting myself at a disadvantage for that reason. Like, mm-hmm. if I if I had all my stuff done early and I had taken you know the half an hour or whatever to do at a a good sideboard guide, yeah. it definitely does like lead you to have to do less work on the day in the middle of a match when you're already sort of in a high stress yeah. situation and the adrenaline's going it's like much better to just be able to sit back and, and already have yeah. your notes definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. especially when you're like in a situation where you, you play the game and you just like lost to a specific card right and yeah. you're like really annoyed at yourself and, and getting all worked up in your mind and you're like well, how am I going to sideboard to beat this card yeah, that's yeah. Exactly if you look then at your sideboard guide and you go you just like trust my past self yes like, I wrote this when I was calm yeah, yeah and I was yeah, thinking yeah. about things properly I, I could give it a lot of time back then yeah um, yeah, I thought, yeah so I'm going to trust this and yeah. not pay attention to myself yeah. now yeah and, and, and it's definitely something as well that when I that anything that I pick up during the tournament I can now you know yeah Add to the add, add to the sideboard plan and then exactly and change yeah. it. Whereas yeah, if if you're just kind of going by how you feel at the time, that's that's a level of improvement. Like you're you're just not open to it. You know you yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. Although I do feel like on our on our you know our weekly standard tournaments, that's a fine place to like experiment with your yeah definitely sideboard yeah. guide and learn new things and say okay, well this time I'm not going to go exactly with what I wrote down last time. I'm going to try this yeah yeah or whatever. But when you're going to like a PPTQ or whatever, definitely mm-hmm. save yeah. yourself the brain power. The lists are much more likely probably to just be stock lists when you're at a PPTQ as definitely, well. Definitely, yeah. So yeah. People yeah. just clock yeah. on this yeah. thing and, yeah. and like, oh, there, there's the Martin Vehicles list, I'm going to yeah. play that list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do that myself. No, so. I same thing yeah, as well. Like, that's how you win. Yeah. No, yeah. We're, we're, all, uh, we're all net deckers here. In yeah. 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 But uh, I, I also do feel that when you net deck a, a, a deck uh, and you copy also the sideboard, it's definitely worth it to sit down and look at that sideboard and go, okay, well, why do I think this person made these decisions? Yeah. Did they also just copy it from someone else? Mm. Who, who, who made this decision originally and why is it here? Because mm. you can find yourself in a situation where you, you have this card in your sideboard and you're just like, why is that there? Oh, because I, I saw it on the list online. Mm. But mm. like, realistically, that's not going to do a lot for me or yeah. I think there might be a better option. So you, you should use your own judgment as well yeah definitely and, 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 and I'll just be open to the idea that you know, maybe this person made a mistake having this card or yeah, yeah. Uh, you see it all the time I'm, I'm guilty of it as well if I have a card that I like I'm like well I like this card I paid money for this card I'm going to jam my sideboard <laughs> and play it whenever I can yeah, yeah. yeah. like either in yeah like brutal expulsion for me yeah, yeah. well brutal expulsion is a good card I think yeah, I, 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 okay, maybe not. Good, maybe good, not. but yeah. it's decent. <laughs> it, it, it exiles Crocky's Cranger. Yeah, yeah, it was a Yeah, it kills it's so Gideon consistent. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not bad at all. Um, okay, so that was our that was our tournament. Uh, mm-hmm. Next week we should have more of a um, high level tournament report, I suppose, because I think at least some of us, maybe all of us, are going to a PPTQ. So yeah, yeah, should be able to give a nice report on that. Um, so that will bring us into our deck of the week. 
So um, we were just having a look there on at the five list on Magic Online, and we found this interesting deck which just kind of went up today, um, which is a Jeskai deck. It's not really a Jeskai deck. It's actually a white blue deck with yeah <laughs> one red card in the sideboard, which is release the Gremlins. Um, <laughs> one, copy is one copy. One copy. Maybe, of maybe, maybe yeah. Maybe yeah. it's an example of yeah, a card they liked. And, and this person is powering that red off of um, four Ether Pubs and two Spire of Industries. So, but yeah, I just is just another thing that we were talking about, like attacking the meta game because the meta game meta game is so settled now. That people have the opportunity to take into account, okay, I know exactly what's going to be yeah. in someone's deck, so I can plan to kind of beat that. So this is an interesting deck that, that we found. It's by um, 2Yot, T-0-0-Y-O-T. And this person went uh, went 5-0 uh, yesterday or today on, what, what day is it today? The 26th? Is that right? Uh, yeah, it's the 26th. It's 26th. So they went 5-0 today um, with this deck. So the deck consists of... Uh, Walking Ballista, Traven Inspector, Glintness Crane. Love it. <laughs> I'm in. I'm four in. of. Okay, all the, all these creatures are four of so far. Spell Queller, Triumphant Return. Yes. Um, two Thalia, two Avacyn, four Gideon, obviously. Yeah. Uh, four Metallic Rebuke. Okay. Uh, four Ether Sphere Harvester, two Sky Sovereign, and two Stasis Snare in the main deck. Um, and I'll I'll link this this uh, deck list in the show notes as well. So this is basically kind of a return of the blue blue white flash deck that was so dominant last season before the bans, um, but obviously with some updates, um, you know, obviously Reflector Mage is gone. We also have Walking Blister in here, and we have Metallic Rebuke, which is a crazy one to see. I think it really is. Yeah, um, we have Ether Sphere Harvester, which is a natural um, replacement. Well, semi-replacement for Smuggler's Copter. Obviously, Heart of Kieran is also a natural replacement. And we have Sky Sovereign for going big. Um, so what do you guys think of this this list? Yeah, so what jumped out to me at first is this is clearly just a sort of... It's like, it's like a mid-range deck, like, like so many decks are these days. Yeah. But it's just designed to tackle the two decks in the format from different different angles, I guess. Yeah. So, you have, so in the main, you have four Walking Ballista and two Thalia to deal with the combo. As well as sort of smattering of counter spells, four metallic rebuke. Yeah. Uh, so that so that's all just there to deal with the combo and against four color Sahelian long games. You have two sky sovereigns as well, which uh, which is pretty good against that deck. You can just start because uh, you can start killing the the three two and stuff like that without being down a card, which is pretty important. Yeah. Um, and it'll get in and kill the planeswalkers pretty fast and stuff like that as well. Yeah. And then yeah, against Marty vehicles, you have the mirror breaker card of four Aether Sphere Harvester, mm-hmm. which. A lot of the Mardu decks play as their secondary vehicle to Heart of Kirin, and they, they some people play it on the sideboard as well because it's a three five. It blocks Heart of Kirin mm-hmm. uh, all day while gaining life. Yeah, so you yeah while yeah. gaining life, and it's much easier to crew. Uh, it only has crew one, so that means your Glintness Crane, your Thraben Inspector, your Ballista for one, uh, your Spell Queller can all crew it, and yeah, you're just hopefully not going to die to a fast Heart of Kirin, and you're hopefully not going to die to combo either. Yeah. So, like, you're pretty well set up against the two sort of plan A's from the two best decks in the format, I guess. Yeah. This is a pretty nice list, actually, to be honest. Yeah, I really yeah. like it. Yeah, I think it's really cool. The, the one thing that I don't really like, well, there's a couple of things that I don't really like about it. The four Glintness Crane, I think, is a bit funny. Yeah, so, um, you, so you have ten artifacts that you get. That you yeah, I suppose it does crane. get you to your Ether Sir Harvester with more regularity on turn three. Yeah, it finds it. And it crews it, so. And it crews it, yeah. Maybe there's something there. Um... 
and it's sort of as a one three. Is that a particularly relevant blocker in this format? Not really. To be yeah, honest. most of the creatures have three power. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I suppose if you're turning it into the Ethosphere Harvester, then yeah, then it's good. Yeah. But uh, and also the other thing that I I don't know if I can get on board with is the two stasis snare. Um, that seems low to me for a removal. Just two removal spells in the whole deck. Yeah, there are just two, just two removal spells. and yeah. four counter spells. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I, I would prefer the other, the other yeah. way. Yeah. Spell <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although I suppose metallic rebuke is nice because you can play it when people don't expect you to. Um, yeah. Like if you have a clue and an Sphere harvester, you can just tap them. Yeah. Um, yeah. With this deck, I don't see you getting a discount on metallic rebuke very often. Not that much, and definitely not. Probably not a discount of two. Maybe only a discount of one. Yeah. I mean, it it is good if it's if you get a discount of one, it's, it's mana leak. It's mana leak. You know, yeah, 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 you're happy with that. Yeah. And you have four ballistas as sort of dodgy removal as well. If you need to yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we do in, in the land base here. We obviously have four ether hope. Um, which uh, there's no other energy in the rest of the deck. No, no this is just harvester. the... I will harvest oh, harvester. Harvester, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Paris Harvester, that's nice. But that's it, though. And um, we have okay. Islands Plains with four port downs and two Prairie Streams. Obviously, that split is more um, taking into account the Traven Inspector, which you want to play in turn one. Yeah. And then we have two Spire of Industry, which seems like an odd number. Um, yeah. But again, like we said, not that many artifacts in the deck. There's, what, ten artifacts in the main ten, deck? Ten in the main, yeah. Well, actually, the clues as well from oh, the Traven Inspector. Yeah. Okay, so, so that'll be another four. Technically, technically 14, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's the Aether Hope basically is obviously not particularly good in this deck, but the only time you need to splash red is literally for one copy of Release the Gremlins in the sideboard, and otherwise, Love it. yeah, <laughs> which is is pretty wild. I mean, I guess that card. Well, on one hand, if it's important enough to have in your sideboard in a blue white deck, why is there only one copy of it in your sideboard? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so it's a strange choice. Maybe it's just to get people. I don't know the minus yeah. copy or whatever. And other than that, the mana requirements are pretty fine. Like, there's no double blue. There's, like, there's double white spells, but you should be pretty set on getting those. You have seven basic planes. Yeah. So, I, I, I could see the Aether Hub being a pain in the arse, but, like, it should be it should be fine most of the yeah, time, I probably. think. Yeah, And then, so the rest of the sideboard, we have two Fragmentize, one Release the Gremlins, one Blessed Alliance, two Declaration in Stone, two Negate, four Scrap Heaps, Granger. Which is a strange one to see. Yeah, I guess just for grindy matchups, you you just yeah you bring it in. But then if the grindy matchups you're playing probably have them in the main anyway, so they're probably going to end up better than you after sideboard if yeah, that's your true. plan. Uh, and then one Skylander's shot, one Boral's expertise, and one Fumigate. I think I'd rather have two Fumigate than than one and one Boral's expertise and Fumigate. Yeah, I'm maybe maybe one of you guys can explain sort of the the move to Boral's expertise recently because people are playing it yeah. in in yeah. four colors yeah, yeah. as well. No, I, I, I think it's like my deck, and it's like yeah. you're. I mean, I think there's there's some matchups like um like black green or even Mardu, maybe Mardu if you're on a play where yeah you you just gaining that extra turn is really important and mm. yeah, bouncing some things and then I think I think I suppose this probably has the best payoff of it that you can play Gideon then for free. Mm-hmm. After, after oh, that's very true. Yeah. Uh, but then I suppose if Gideon's in your hand, you'd, you'd be playing on turn four anyway. Mm. Um, yeah. So it's as we. Oh, you might draw it that turn. Yeah. 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 So I, I think a lot of it does come down to um, the yeah the the, the game and tempo and if it the, the importance of you gaining an extra turn because then if you say, let's say if you gain an extra turn with this deck now you also have your your fumigate um now it comes online mm-hmm. uh, if you if you dropped a Gideon or if you dropped a um. Yeah, if you drop if you drop a harvester or something else like that, you can uh, say I started to reclaim the board, even though your opponent has uh, essentially kind of gained card advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I, think, I think what really makes a lot of sense to me now is is uh, Spellcutter because yeah, be, yeah, be, because we always joke about you know you die by turn four, mm. whereas like the vast majority of spells people are playing are within the Spellcutter range. Uh, so it seems like you'll always get like a very tasty target. With, uh, should, yeah, you should, you should get a pretty tasty target. And like obviously the, the two main decks have removal, but they don't have an overwhelming amount of yeah, removal. No, exactly not. Yeah. And if they're spending a spell, you know, and losing tempo, killing your spell queller, that might mean they don't have anything for your Avacyn when it comes down a few turns later, you know? Yeah. I really like this deck. I think it's really cool. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, I might I might play this deck next Thursday. We'll yeah. See. <laughs> yeah, see yeah, what happens. happens. I was like, no, I have, a, I have a good few of these cards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the other thing with Brawl's expertise is you could obviously pick up your own Thraven Inspectors for another card. Oh, yeah. Yeah, pretty good. Um, you could potentially pick up the Glimness Cranes as, as well to get another shot of... Um, and obviously you can play them after you pick them up. Obviously you, don't really yeah. want, you don't really want to play a one or two yeah. cost thing <laughs> off Brawl's expertise, but you can. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, if you play the Thraven Inspector of it, then you have enough... Then you might have enough mana to pick uh, to crack Clue as well. Mm. Um, it's, it strikes me as well that like the way people are sideboarding in standard they wouldn't really have very much to bring in against you if you're playing this deck yeah, uh, in, yeah. The, in the two main decks in the format like I like what what would you really even bring in because it's just sort it's just sort of like medium value cards yeah like what's really like release the gremlins isn't isn't good against you in this no deck. not really like you like you have six vehicles but yeah but they're not vital to the plan no really. no yeah. yeah I don't don't really know what I would bring in to be honest against this deck Natural obsolescence. Yeah, gates. It's not that great. Yeah, maybe the gates. Yeah. Well, I mean, there, there's twenty creatures there, though. Yeah, they have twenty True, creatures. Yeah, so. They have sixteen non-creature spells. And so like, the gate yeah, doesn't seem great. Eight of the creatures draw you another card, basically. Yeah. Clint S. Cranes and Thraven Spectres. This list is um, sweet. Yeah, I think I might prefer more Avacyns. Maybe selfless spirits. Where is selfless spirit? Where is selfless? Yeah. That maybe should be in the crane spot, possibly. Yeah, possibly. I think it is that it just finds you your Aether Sphere Harvester. I think yeah, that's probably, probably the main yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because like getting that down is just going to save you so much life over the course of a game against Mardu. That is true. I and think I it's, mean, it's good against four color as well, like flying in and hitting their Chandra or their Sahili or something. Yeah, like that, definitely. You know? Yeah. 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 Um, I think if I were to try this, I, I definitely would try it as it is. Mm-hmm. see how that feels yeah yeah, and, yeah. and then go from there well I'd probably make changes to sideboard before yeah before trying it even because I'd probably get rid of that release the gremlin <laughs> yeah <laughs> or put in two I don't know yeah <laughs> yeah one or the other definitely. yeah two yeah. or none yeah. seems better than one but do you think you'd, uh, you'd mainboard uh, Scrapping Stranger rather than your fitness screen because it seems like that works up with lots of uh, I don't know I think if I was mainboard and Scrappy Stranger I'd want to go higher higher up on them um, Spire of Industry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. To have access to Black Knight. Yeah. I think I would probably just play like Heart of Kieran and Unlicensed Disintegration in this deck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we just keep on tweaking the deck. Two craft exemplars in there. <laughs> Guys, this deck is really getting somewhere. <laughs> it's like, it's, yeah. yeah, it's, it's Jeskai Vehicles. It's having to be, <laughs> take it out to blue. Yeah, Jeskai Black Vehicles with no one. <laughs> oh, God. So yeah, I think I yeah I don't know the cranes. I mean, there's basically no other card draw on the deck except for the Thraven Spectres. So maybe the cranes just hold the deck together. Yeah, I'm possibly. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be the wild piece. I mean, it would be pretty good top deck late in the game. Yeah. Like even though it's it's not very impactful by itself, mm-hmm. you're able to get like a sky sovereign or something off it. Yeah. Or um or an for her. So yeah, yeah. I suppose the 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 one three flying body itself is going to you know, keep planeswalkers away from Ulton, which which kind of kind of, yeah. kind of seems it seems happen a lot where. Uh, especially let's say against a uh, four color combo deck, you if you have if they, let's say if they have a Sahili on the, the board, you're so afraid to tap out 
that it's really hard for me to claim, claim the board back. And usually yeah. they just get to tick up uh, for the next few turns. Yeah. And uh, sometimes they, they, they play like Chandra, Chandra, which Chandra gets really close to Ulding. Um, uh, I think it's about three or four turns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so it's it, it, four turns. Yeah, yeah so it starts on four and starts on yeah. old. Yeah, so it feels like you're, like a lot of times, if you're not playing to the combo because you're holding, you're keeping approval in your hand, you're just letting them take their planeswalkers up. Yeah. Which uh, I suppose the next crane prevents that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's going to get in there. It's true. But uh, I, well, maybe I'll have a report on that next week. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Also, I might just play more vehicles just <laughs> to practice for the game because you like to yeah. yeah. see if yeah. I want to do that. Right. Um, but yeah. Uh, so I think that's going to be it for this week. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, so we will be back next week. Yeah. All right. See you later, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.